0: what's up 10 and j man show nation this is tanner lee one half of the 10 and j man show and on behalf of myself and my co-host josh the j man month we want to thank you for listening to our podcast while you're at it on whatever platform you're listening on please hit that subscribe button and if it happens to be on apple Podcasts, please give us a rating review that really helps us out if you're interested in watching our show, our show is recorded live every Monday from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch that on the ISC Sports Network, on the free ISC Sports Network app, on the ISC Sports Network Facebook page, and their Twitter page. While you're at it, on the social media channels, please give us a like on our Facebook page. Please give us a follow on our Twitter and Instagram page, at Mencho if you want to support our podcast and look great doing so we have a merchandise store you can go to any of our social media pages click the link click Tannen j man show store and you'll find whatever you're looking for short sleeve t-shirts long sleeve t-shirts coffee mugs you name it we got it so thanks again for supporting the podcast now sit back relax and here comes another exciting brand new episode of the tannin j man show
1: We're back at it with another episode of the Tan and Jay Show live on the ISC Sports Network. It's a scorcher tonight, but we're going to make it even hotter with our takes. Good
0: intro. That's uh-huh. one of your better ones you've ever Thank done. You.
1: Thank you. Right off the top of my head. Stream of consciousness.
0: You, weren't, you weren't thinking about that all day? Are you sure?
1: Positive. Uh-huh. I don't have enough time in the day to think about everything. Just kidding, I have nothing going on. How you doing <laughs> tonight, there,
0: T Dog? I'm doing good, yeah. Jay. Man, like you said, we have a lot to talk about. It's, it's gonna be a, pack a packed, packed episode. We have mm-hmm. some conference realignment to talk about. Have some uh, name changes around sports going on, or well, just MLB, I guess. We've got some MLB to talk about. With the trade deadline mm-hmm. coming up. We got new NBA champions, small market team, giving Love all it. the small market fans some hope, and some Olympics going on. So,
1: yeah, how much of the Olympics have bunch. you watched?
0: I watched a little bit yesterday. I watched some of the triathlon. <laughs>
1: that was pretty good stuff What what would be your best out of the triathlon
0: well swimming's the shortest distance but i'm more of a float
1: kind of guy when i'm swimming
0: i'm out of shape as it is but i would have to say it'd be running would be my best really even more so than biking the biking's like 26 miles pass
1: hard pass (laughs) how how much is the running it's like seven or eight i believe i'd die either way and the swimming's
0: darn near a mile
1: I'd drown. I'm I'm dead. I'm dead either way. But you, you start with the swim,
0: so you get wet. Then you're on the bike. See, that'd be the worst part. Wet. Then you run.
1: Swimming would be the one that I'd want to go last, just because you're yeah, hot and
0: sweaty. If, if you cramp
1: up, that's a good point. You probably should, probably need to go first.
0: <laughs> either way, J man, we're not going to be triathletes. Mm. I don't think anytime soon.
1: No, but. I I think our our uh, athletic days are over. Yeah. the guy the guy,
0: uh, the guy that won though he won. Uh, by a lot. I don't remember what country he... Norway, I believe. Norway. Hmm. I think it was from Norway. Norwegian. He was 27. He looked like he was 40. Did he have my hairline? Yes. No. Huh. Saying I look like 40? No. <laughs> no, he got the maturity of a 12-year-old, so... <laughs> That's a good point. Good point. Got some birdie bogey for I me? I do here. have some birdie bogey. Uh, let me bring up the sponsor for everybody <laughs> right here. All right. A guy we talk about quite often on Ted the Man show. No, nope, but good guess. Shohei Otani. he's right, pretty, pretty good. He had his uh, 25th home run yesterday. He became the fourth player born outside of the United States to hit 35 homers before the end of July in MLB history. 35 Can you name the other three guys?
1: Before the end of July, outside. Born
0: outside of the, of the U.S.
1: I know one comes to mind pretty easily.
0: Save it for the end.
1: I am going to, but I, I know one for sure. Mm-hmm. Might know two for sure. Mm-hmm. I think I have a decent chance to get two out of three. I'll we'll give you
0: though. a par.
1: Yep. Pretty is brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC for lo- uh, fresh, locally grown, nutrient dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblenomellc.com. It is their favorite time of year, and one of our favorite times of year, sweet corn. Sweet
0: corn season. They
1: are set up tomorrow, July 27th, in Mintone, Indiana, by the fire station at 1230. Come and get some delicious corn. You can also have your uh, veggies delivered right to your home. Let me go find that real quick.
0: Market Fresh? Market Wagon. Market close. Wagon. Close. Not <laughs> even close. <laughs> you got the market part, oh, right? Uh,
1: you can have them delivered right to your home. Go to their website, market, marketwagon.com, and get them uh, delivered to your door. See their site for more details. And be sure to search for Noble Gnome, LL, LL no, just Noble Gnome, in their search bar to find all available produce. So get some corn. Get some corn. Gosh, I like corn so much. Yeah, that makes me excited. You know, I was... In anyway. It's made. It, it could be in a casserole. Yeah,
0: corn like, casserole is good stuff. Oh,
1: cheesy corn casserole is good. Elote, Mexican street corn, is what it's known as. So that's delicious stuff. Uh, right off the cob. Yep. Off the cob, like even you just just shave chop, it, shave shave it, it off, off the
0: cob. You're going to say chop it off. I was going to say chop it off the cob. Yep. Um, off them neck cob there. We like corn. Yes, clearly. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. But uh, what are we starting with tonight, J M? Um. Hmm. Let's start baseball. How
1: about that? That's we'll not roll good. with it. Major League uh, Baseball trade deadline is on Friday, July 30th, because uh, they didn't want to work a weekend uh, <laughs> Major League Baseball. They deserve weekends. Uh, I don't blame them. I don't like working weekends. I've never worked a weekend. Don't plan on it either. but but the trade deadline is friday i have a little bit of a preview here kind of separating the buyers and the sellers it's pretty cut and dry i would say this year there's only maybe a handful of teams that would be like right on the line or so but the for sure buyers are the boston red Sox in the american league uh east they are in search of really they need a left-handed hitting probably first baseman uh, which a guy who's been mentioned a bunch to the Boston Red Sox could be Anthony Rizzo, which would ma- which would make me very sad. Yeah, make me
0: um, sad too. I only like the Cubs, <laughs> but
1: um, they have really struggled at the first base spot this year. I mean, they haven't got much production whatsoever out of it. Their best guy, I'm going to go look it up right now. Sitting like 214 or something like that. Their main first baseman, Bobby Dowbacks, hitting 218. He has 10 homers. He's struck out 104 times and only walked 12 times. So they're not That's getting pretty good. Not getting a whole lot of production. They have a few left-handed bats. Uh, Rafael Devers, Alex Verdugo um, are their left-handed bats, but they could use another left-handed stick. Plus, it helps that Anthony Rizzo is an elite defensive first baseman, four-time uh, goal glover there as well. Uh, but they're in search of they're in search of some uh left handed bats. Their pitching's actually been pretty good. I should preface this by saying every single team that's a buyer um is in need of starting pitching depth and bullpen oh, depth. Absolutely. Um, especially the Red Sox. Their starting rotation has not been good outside of Nate Eovaldi. However, they could be getting a guy who'd probably be the best pitcher on the market coming back. August fourteenth, they're slating Chris Sale's debut don't, don't, back.
0: Don't you speak that in existence? Um
1: it's already it's already been said. I know. Chris Sale back I August fourteenth. Uh, that'll be an acquisition in itself. They have the um, they have the best record in the American League. No, I'm aware. Um, they're tied with the Houston Astros with the best record cheaters. in the American League. Yeah, cheaters. Uh, definitely. But they're obviously a buyer. The uh, Tampa Bay Rays are twenty games over five hundred, only a game out. Of uh, the American League East, they're one thousand percent buyers, and they've already start started buying, uh, trading for Nelson Cruz, the ageless wonder, forty one years old, um, great fit at designated hitter spot. Um, as I said, forty one years old, and he's still mashing baseball, especially left handed hitter or left handed pitching. He's mashing. They could be um, in need of maybe a middle infielder as well. They've uh, haven't gotten much production out of their uh, shortstop. Position this year, Wander Franco was supposed to be that guy, twenty years old, uh, top prospect in baseball. He, but he's kind of struggled early on, which is to be expected uh, when he first came up. And so they could be in search of that. They uh, kind of made a surprise move because they uh, are also in need of starting pitching. They traded one of their starters who'd been one of, who'd been pretty good in Rich Hill to the uh, New York Mets, who had been in search of uh, starting pitching. So that was kind of a surprise. The RA's under four. Um, it was probably a money deal to be able to acquire Nelson Cruz and it's getting to the point with the Tampa Bay Rays where you don't question a single thing they do because uh, they're arguably the best run organization in baseball um, year in and year out Um, so they're an interesting team to watch at the deadline they have a really good farm system Um, a team that I think will be buyers is uh, the New York Yankees they are nine games out of first place in the American League East so they're probably done for the division but They're only three and a half out in the wild card, which makes me think that they will be buyers. This could could honestly be a huge week for them, though. They lose a few games, find themselves five and a half, six games out by Friday. They might end up selling. Um, If they were to buy, they really need some outfield help. Their center fielders have been atrocious this year. Um... And they, they, they need offense. They need pitching. They traded for a reliever today, a reliever who'd been 22% below league average. Clay Holmes from the Pirates and the Yankees gave up two decent prospects for him, which uh, is kind, of, <laughs> kind of shocking. And hopefully that sets the market. Uh, the going great rate, Which will help. Uh, Good job, Brian. Which will help the Cubs out quite a bit with all their uh, bullpen depth trading from that. Um, but the Yankees, I think, will... This whole year, I've kind of been waiting for it to click. They've had injuries. It seems like they have injuries every single year. Yes. Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton always get injured. Always. It seems like. Always. Um, All
0: their outfielders.
1: Pitching hasn't been great either, nope. so they could be, as I said, every team. Relief stinks. Um, bullpen depth, bull, uh, top of the bullpen arms. They're just not arms. very
0: good, Josh. Uh, they're,
1: <laughs> they're really not, but I wouldn't be surprised if they end up no. winning that wild card.
0: Yeah. So it, it going, would, <laughs> mm, I still don't know if that save Boone's job, but he needs something. Sure. I mean, they've. Uh, how long has he been there now? Five years. That sounds right. His fourth Something or fifth like year. Like that,
1: fourth or fifth year, and uh, yeah, it might be time for like a time for a change. Even if it's not much of a philosophical change. Stop going the change.
0: ex-Yankee player route.
1: Yeah, Girardi to did coach Girardi to Boone straight mm-hmm. to Boone. Tori to Girardi to Boone. Let's see who else. Could be? Tino Martinez will he be back? Uh, Paul 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 O'Neill. He's Let's one see. of their commentators. Uh, Alex Rodriguez. No. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a nightmare, Jeter. Uh, G- well, Jeter has a stake in the Marlins, so I don't know well, if. Oh, Arold uh,
0: tried to get a stake in the Mets, but
1: yeah, he did. It didn't work out. Luckily for the Mets, that didn't work out. Hideki
0: Matsui. There we go. You know he was. There you go. He yeah. walked out uh, one of the athletes in Japan during the Olympics. Really,
1: yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. What athlete do you know?
0: One of the old legend athletes. Oh, yeah.
1: Gotcha. That's really cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. It seems
1: like every team in the American League East it will be a buyer except the Baltimore Orioles, who are 34 and 64.
0: They're awful. <laughs> Them and the Diamondbacks, um, man. Woo!
1: Blue Jays have one of the best uh, offenses in the game. They don't need to do a whole lot with that, but their starting pitching hasn't been good. Bullpen's been atrocious if they want to get back into it. They're only nine and a half out the division, four out in the wild cards. They're still in it as far as wild card goes, but they need to get hot quick. There's only two months left. Um, They need help bullpen-wise. The White Sox are the only team in the American League Central that's going to be a buyer. They are running away with the division. Nine games up. On the Cleveland Indians. Did you know the Detroit Tigers are the hottest team in baseball? I couldn't have you that. They're only seven games under five hundred now. Still not good, but they, I think, had an 11-game win streak, something like that. Um, I saw somebody put big money on them to come back and win the division, <laughs> which is not going to happen uh, because they will be, uh, will be sellers. Uh, but White Sox getting an acquisition in itself. Uh, Eloy Jimenez has been activated today, so he'll be back. That will help their offense. Luis Robert. Uh, is another guy that should be coming back here in the next few weeks, I believe. Um, they probably are in need of maybe a second baseman. Nick Madrigal's been out, and I think he's out for the year. So they've been mentioned as a team that could potentially trade uh, with the Colorado Rockies and Trevor Story. But White Sox need bullpen help. The rotation's good. I mean, Lance Lynn's one of the best starters in the game. Carlos Rodon's been awesome. Lucas Giolito's been good. Dallas Keiko gives you innings. Um, they don't need a whole lot starting Pitching-wise, but bullpen especially. Could look across town uh, with the Chicago Cubs. Cubs have a litany of bullpen arms that could be – that will be available, I should say. Andrew Chafin, uh, Ryan Tapera, Dan Winkler, uh, even a guy like Rex Brothers could be um, could be a kind of pitcher the White Sox need to solidify their bullpen. Uh, the Houston Astros are also a team that uh, – the Cheaters – are having a really good year that no one's even really talking about because they're cheaters. Mm-hmm. They're five-and-a-half games up in the West, tied with tied for the best record in the American League with the Red Sox. Uh, best offense in the sport, really good starting pitching as well with a bunch of really no-name guys outside of Zach Greinke and Lance McCullers. Uh, bullpens, pretty solid as well, but they could use bullpen depth. That's good, everyone. I'm going to continue to harp on that. Um, and then the other team, uh, the Oakland Athletics, are probably – they're not the last buyer buyer in the American League because did you know the Seattle Mariners are only a game and a half out? I didn't know they were that close. I know the wild we, we talked
0: about them last week that they were still in it.
1: They've played really well and they've stayed in it. I don't know how long their run differential suggests that they won't be in it for long, but hey, run differential isn't the end all to all of this. They could very easily uh, get a playoff spot for the first time and What is it, 20 years, 2001? 2001, yeah. Uh, The Oakland A's, though, need a shortstop. Elvis Andrews has been abysmal this year at short. Their pitching's really good, as it has been for years, uh, but they need a middle infielder. Mariners, as I said, um, they're definitely – I have them here as on the fence, whether it could go either way, but I think they're for sure buyers, especially after reading last night that they're going to make a hard push uh, for Whit Merrifield of the Kansas City Royals. Center fielder, can play second base, uh, and they need they need offensive help. Jared Kalinick, who's one of the best prospects in baseball, who's only 21 years old, he has come up and he's really, really struggled, striking out at almost 60% of his plate appearances so far. Um, he's not ready, clearly, and hopefully this doesn't kill his confidence because he's going to be an absolute superstar if it doesn't. Mike Trout, though, remember, he really struggled his first year up at about 20 years old, and then he's turned into one of the greatest players Phenom.
0: ever.
1: Mariners could also use starting pitching and bullpen. As far as the National League goes, um, the Mets are winning the American League or National League East, four games up on the Phillies. This is the worst. <laughs> um, Mets, you know, I, th-
0: I think I dislike the Mets more than do the Red Sox.
1: I cannot stand the New York Mets. Just
0: something about their – Colors in their face
1: cannot stand the New York Mets. Yeah. Don't I hate Pete Alonso. Something about Pete Alonso I cannot stand. Really like Jacob de Seems like a good Yeah,
0: name. yeah. He's fun to watch. Um, but
1: he's hurt right now though. Yeah. Which just, means they could be in the market for another starting pitcher, even though they traded for Rich Hill. they they've been mentioned as a team that needs offensive help. Francisco Lindor is hurt uh, right now and their offense has not been good.
0: I'm already convinced Bryant's going there. Chris Bryant, I put that in my ear like for three weeks. Yeah, Chris
1: so. Bryant is that's like the team mentioned most with Chris mm. Bryant. In fact, I have Chris Bryant trade odds right now. Mm. The Mets have the best trade odds at two to one. The two to one. O- yeah, the the Oakland Athletics are three to one. had not even heard them, uh, but it helps so much that Chris Bryant can play all over the diamond, yeah. all three outfield spots, third, first. Um, Could even DH him if you need to. Exactly. For Some he, reason he'd be great. But he's really good defensively. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's a be huge to be able to get him kind of a day off by DHing him. Um, the A's three to one. The Milwaukee Brewers four to one. That would one. suck for the Cubs. That would be.
0: They won't do the that. The most they? shocking. They thing wouldn't ever. trade him within the division.
1: They might. The only reason they get a big haul. Well, the only reason why they might do it to get a big haul um, from a division rival. And he's a free agent at the end of the year. Mm. And the likelihood he signs with the Milwaukee Brewers yeah. is very, very small in the off season. So that's the only reason I still would have a hard time believing it. Boston Red Sox have the fourth highest odds. Atlanta Braves, Seattle Mariners, Yankees, eight to one. I and, don't
0: see that happening. Uh,
1: Dodgers, twelve to one. The only team we've really heard are the Mets. I've even heard the Giants though, and they don't even have odds on here. So I, I think thought
0: maybe the White Sox might kick the tires.
1: I can't imagine that would happen. Yeah. Um just too big of a name swapping city or swapping places in the city. Um, But Mets need offense. They've been mentioned as Javier Baez as well, especially with uh, Francisco Lindor being out. The Atlanta Braves, uh, they are still somehow in it, and they are uh, really helped out by playing in the division they do. They are only five games behind the New York Mets. All season we've been waiting for the Braves to get hot. Get back in if they haven't done it. Their best player, Ronald Acuna Jr., is out for the season. They've already started trading for outfielders, which they need outfield help to trade for Jock Peterson. He's probably not a guy that's going to move the needle a whole lot, uh, but they need they need offense, especially catching position as well has been really bad for them, especially since Travis Darnot has been on uh, the injured list pretty much the majority of the season. They need starting pitching, though. They need bullpen. They need a lot of stuff to go right for them to get back in it, and I don't know if it's going to happen. Philadelphia Phillies are only four games <laughs> out uh, they're still in it at 549 and 49 they are a team that if you are a seller you want them to be buyers because their general manager team might be president of baseball Ops Dave Dombrowski former Tigers front office guy former Boston Red Sox front office guy. He's the one that built the Tigers up to be World Series contenders. He's, he won a World Series with the Red Sox, I believe, in 2000. Ah, he, might, he might not have. I don't remember. But he is a guy that could not care less about his farm system. He will trade the top, top guys <laughs> for rentals. And so that is absolutely huge for a team like the Cubs because the Cubs by far, I would say, this week are the most interesting seller. They have so many pieces to sell. Uh, they will be the talk of the week. In baseball, in the Phillies are a team that needs bullpen help. They could be one of the top top um, teams that go after a guy like Craig Kimbrell.
0: Any predictions for the Cubs from now until next Monday?
1: Um, I'm gonna go Chris Bryant to the uh, Reds or to the uh, Mets. Um, Craig Kimbrel, I think we'll go to the Padres. That's kind of they need bullpen help. Padres need starting pitching as well. They could package a Craig Kimbrell and Zach Davies to the Padres. Padres have already started to make trades. They've traded for uh, MLB hits leader right now, Adam Frazier, uh, from the Pittsburgh Pirates. He'll play second base for him. Really good offensive second baseman. Um, The chatter's getting more deafening on Anthony Rizzo potentially being traded. So I'll say he ends up with the Red Sox.
0: So you do think he'll be gone for a moment? I
1: would say it's 20 to 30%. But if I had a prediction right now, I think they probably end up trading him. And if they want him back, you probably keep him because John Lester has said it, and I've said this on the show before. Um, the moment he knew he could play somewhere else is when he was traded to the Oakland A's because he could never envision himself playing anywhere else except Boston. But the moment he was traded to the Oakland A's and spent the rest of the year there, it was the first time he thought about playing somewhere Mm -hmm. else. And that made his decision a lot easier to go to the Cubs. Um, So it could be the same situation for a guy like Javi if you want him back or by our, um, Bryant or Rizzo So if if they want Rizzo back They don't trade him mm-hmm. Or it'd be increasingly unlikely That he'd be back next year um, I would say Andrew Chafin goes to the White Sox Ryan Tapera goes to the Phillies Zach Davies as I said will pro- He'll definitely be traded Trevor Williams could be another guy One guy that I think is very safe is Kyle Hendricks He's kind of been uh, their leader there and How about Wilson Gutierrez Wilson Contreras would net a huge haul. However, mm-hmm. they literally have no one else to, okay. like to I, catch yeah. this year. I hadn't heard his name um, pop up. So. No, he, he'd be a guy that'd be uh, – Hot commodities, leading National League catchers and homers. His uh, defense has gotten far better, pitch framing and all of that.
0: Nobody's going to take um, on uh, Hayward's contract. Unfortunately,
1: because Hayward's n- not hitting, yeah. no one's going to want to take on yeah. his contract. That would be huge, though, if somebody did, but I can't imagine a scenario. He, he He's having a hard time starting games on a bad Cubs team. Yeah. He's not going mean, to do that's that. that's a good point. And he's not going to come off the bench making $26 million this year or whatever he is. Um, Brewers. Clear buyer, uh, they need offense, though. Center field, Jackie Bradley Jr. has been terrible for them. Lorenzo Cain's been hurt. First base, Kesson Harris has been terrible for them, so they could be in the market for a first baseman, center fielder, even third base as well. They have the, probably the best starting pitching duo in the game of baseball, Brandon Woodruff and Corbin Burns. Then a great bullpen in um, Josh Hader, Devin Williams, a couple other guys back there. Uh, so their pitching's pretty dang good, but uh, they could use some offense. San Francisco Giants have the best record in baseball still. They continue. They, they are the most rock-solid team in Major League Baseball. You look at all their stats and, like, who do they need? Um, which is shocking because no one thought they'd be any good. No, I
0: didn't see that coming.
1: Bullpen, as I said, with every team. Starting pitching could use depth. They could use a bat. Evan Longoria has been hurt for a little while. Uh, as I, Chris Bryant could be a – could be a guy who goes there. I don't know if Longoria is back or not. He might be. Uh, but Giants are a buyer. Dodgers need starting pitching depth. Kershaw's hurt right now. Uh, Trevor Bauer, I can't imagine he'll be back. Uh, he might not pitch ever again. I know uh, it came out today that there's a large majority of Dodgers players don't want Trevor Bauer back uh, with his sexual assault allegations. As I said, Padres, uh, trade for Adam Frazier, will need bullpen starting pitching depth. One team that's kind of right on the fence would be the Cincinnati Reds. I would say if I was them, I'd probably sell. Six and a half games out of the division.
0: Don't tell their fans that.
1: Five and a half games out of the wild card. I can't imagine a scenario where they catch the Brewers. However, the Reds' um, schedule is pretty light. Um, in August and September, I can't imagine they catch the Padres. But if the Reds do buy, they need bullpen, bullpen, bullpens. The one spot where they need to need to buy. Um, if they were to do that, third base has been terrible too. A. Eugenio Suarez has been horrendous this year. Probably hit ten homers this week against the Cubs, um, <laughs> like, like he always does. But uh, Reds are on the fence. As for sellers, I mean Orioles, Indians, Tigers, Royals, Twins, Angels, Rangers, Nats. Mar- uh, the Nats are an interesting one. Do they trade Max Scherzer? He has an injury right now. Um, I think it's getting. Yeah, it's getting time. The talk is that uh, they're they're ready to. They're ready to uh, trade him. So,
0: a lot of good stuff um, there.
1: Yes, sir. Cardinals are another team. I don't know if they'll – they shouldn't buy, definitely, but they might buy with uh, hopes for next year. Yeah. Uh, guys under contract as well next year because uh, the likelihood they come back and make a playoffs is very, very slim. I mean, their playoff odds are currently at uh, – they're currently at 4.5%.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so it's probably not going to happen, but they don't have a whole lot – uh, they can sell. Nolan Arenado has an opt-out after this year, so if you think he's going to opt-out, which I can't imagine he does. No, he um, seems to really like it there. Yeah, then they trade him if he if they think he's going to. But other than that, they don't really have a whole lot. They're not trading Yadier Molina or Adam Wayne, right, for sure. But if they do, they need they need pitching. Their bullpen's awful. It uh, seems like I say that for a bunch of <laughs> Yeah, <guys. laughs> I've heard that. It
0: sounds like a broken record <laughs> yeah. tonight.
1: So, that's
0: all I got. Well, let's stick with baseball real quick. There let's was big up. news this week. Um that came out, or over the past week that came out, that the Cleveland Indians, they've been named the Indians mm-hmm. for 100 years, over 100 years maybe. They're changing their name next year to the Cleveland Guardians. Um, first, I want your opinion on the name, and then <clears throat> what you think about just the name change itself. So I don't have a
1: strong opinion... On the name change, um, I think Cleveland Indians, especially the logo, is is fairly offensive to Native Americans.
0: They took that away two years um, ago.
1: Yes, but Chief Oahu. but the name Indian probably is offensive. As is, it's probably not as bad as Redskins because Redskins. is... I don't think it's even on the same level. Is, it's not on the same level, but they probably needed to change it. Um, it's it's a lose lose situation. Either side's going to be mad, um, regardless. As for the uh, name, the Guardians, it is the boringest name um it will be the boringest name in baseball uh, i'll give my dad credit for this one he texts me he's like it sounds like an arena football league yeah team name logo um, looks terrible seems like when you're playing madden or something in franchise and you want to move a generic. team or start a team that's one of the first ones that yep. pops up as a team name that you could potentially choose the yep. guardians yep it's so generic their logo's boring um i don't they had so many Great opportunities to choose a really cool, unique name like the Cleveland Spiders I thought would have been really cool. Or the even the Cleveland Rocks with the Rock yeah. and Roll Hall of Fame there. And uh, they uh, chose the Guardian. But as I said, people, either side's going to be mad about it. I do find it funny, though, that the people that complain about this world being too soft in the world – Getting offended by everything are the same ones that are boycotting sports because of kneeling during the National Anthem or name changes and all of that. They're just boycotting sports completely. Pick a lane, people. Pick a lane. That's all I got to say on it.
0: Yeah, I I just haven't. Maybe I'm not reading the right articles. I hadn't read that any Native American groups were really offended by this like they were the Redskins. And that could be the case. I grew up playing Cowboys and Indians. Yeah. It's a different day. Cowboys offensive?
1: the dallas ones are
0: i mean and where's it where's it stop i mean here's the thing so the braves and the chiefs are they next i i don't think
1: i mean indians is it's almost a slang term um if you think about it um where the braves chiefs i don't think that's an offensive name now they need to get rid of the tomahawk chop if they're going to do anything because that is fairly offensive i'm not a native american Tanner's not a Native American, no. so we don't really know how they actually feel, but it doesn't seem like
0: any see Native any Americans actually
1: come out and say well, this needs to happen. Right? Um, they're, just, they're getting ahead of it because that's the way the world's going to more That's a, good point. A, a politically correct, and they'd rather do it now than wait for a huge public outcry where it feels like you're pushed up against the wall and you um, make the choice based on that, where now they look like they're proactive you in know, uh, their change.
0: I just don't know where it stops. I don't either. Um in college teams too. Yeah,
1: a lot of them are named after Native American whatever. I mean, we have the Seminoles, we have the Illini. we have all sorts. I mean, uh, they've already gotten rid of mascots. Uh, Chief Alinawick was one, which yeah. I I saw uh, Chief Alinawick perform and uh it was it was it was highly offensive if uh if um I was a Native American, I could see how people would be upset at that. Um, I could see how people could be upset about that with the Seminoles too, with him coming onto the field on a horse and doing the whole spike thing into the ground. But
0: I mean, for so long nobody said nothing. It's true.
1: Um, I I just think people are more educated and aware now than they were back in the day.
0: Have to rewrite all the history books that talk about Indian tribes. Yeah, because yeah. I'll, I'll stop with my other thoughts. But um, as far as the Guardians, got a message here from Tanya Shriver, a good, good viewer of the show every week. Uh, says, at the end of the 2021 Major League season, the Cleveland Indians will become the Cleveland Guardians. The name Guardians refers to the stone sculptures, which for nearly 100 years have stood as traffic guardians at both ends of the Hope Memorial Bridge, which is located in the shadow of Progressive Field.
1: Interesting. Did not know that. That makes sense that they would do that.
0: I didn't um, know that either. So thank, thank you.
1: I know some Cleveland fans that are pretty happy about them changing to the Guardians. They like the Guardians. They must know that history yep. more than we do. Um,
0: Interesting. I didn't know that. but I, didn't either. I, I don't like the logo, though, with the wings and everything. Our I...
1: good friend Andrew Ryder said it looks a lot like the Los Angeles Angels, yeah. which it kind of does. Yeah. Um, I, th- I just think maybe it's just me... Being kind of a, I, I don't know. I, I just think they could have made it a lot cooler.
0: Uh, Thad Mooney commented that Kansas City announced they're taking their horse riding onto the field out, so the Kansas City Chiefs are not going to have their horse. Broncos better not take that out because it's in their name. Bronca. Broncos. Well, that's not a Native yeah, American thing. Right, but Pete will come out and say, you can't you can't have horses around the field. <laughs> Where does it end, man? Dolphins are... Racist against animals. I don't know. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna um, get myself in trouble.
1: Dolphins, dolphins dolphins are mean, man. They can be they they torture animals for fun. Like they they um they torture sharks.
0: Well sharks are awful.
1: Isn't it crazy that the one like most menacing fish anywhere, it like it loves shallow water. Yeah. I watch Shark Week a lot. <laughs>
0: it's repetitive every year.
1: <laughs> I know. I always, uh, I always find myself. I, sharks are fascinating.
0: They, they are fascinating, but they're scary. Yeah. You ever seen one? No. I haven't either. No. Not, at zoos, not in person. At zoos. Yeah. At aquarium. Not. Not, zoos. not yeah. like, actually in the wild. Nah, no, me either. But um, that's all I have got for baseball. Like we got plenty other. Yeah, I don't
1: coming. I don't have anything else uh, baseball-wise. It's going to be a fun week. A uh, trade deadline week is always fun, seeing the wheeling and dealing. It's always the most interesting week of the regular season and fun week of the regular season baseball. Um, and this is the – they can no longer trade, have waiver-wire trades after August 1st like they have in years past. So once July 30th is up, you can make no more trades. So that could be uh, – that could make it more of a frenzy. And executives say that it they're expecting a – Pretty uh, strong frenzy this year, so it'll be fun. Let the frenzy for. begin. Let the feeding, f- the shark feeding frenzy begin. Do You want to be educated?
0: Absolutely. I don't know why my voice need to pre- learn some stuff.
1: Let's see here. Um, nineteen thirty-three. Joe DiMaggio ends his 61-game hitting streak in the Pacific Coast League. So he had a Triple A hitting streak wow. of 61 games and a Major League Baseball hitting streak of 56.
0: Oh, I, did, I didn't know that he I, had that in AAA. I
1: didn't either. That's insane. Um, 1948, the Babe Ruth story premieres. It's Babe Ruth's last public appearance. Hmm. I did not know. A, you mean it was like a play? I don't know. It does not say. I don't know if it was a movie or a play. Um... 1950. Dodgers Jim Russell is the first player ever to hit, to switch hits homers, twice in a game. So I don't know if he did it from both sides of the plate. Doesn't specify.
0: Jim Russell. You said his
1: name's Jim Russell hmm. from the Dodgers in 1950. Never heard of him. 1952. Mickey Mantle hit his first career grand slammer. Is what <laughs> they called it.
0: <laughs> he pretty good.
1: Yeah, I'm not too shabby. Who won the PGA Championship in 1955 on this day? 55.
0: 55. Let's go Ben Hogan.
1: Doug Ford. Mm, never heard of, never him. heard of him. Never heard of either of these guys. Doug Ford and Kerry Middlecoff. Nope. nope. Um, hmm. 1978, Johnny Bench hit his 300th career homer. Another good one. Uh, 1984, Pete Rose tied Ty Cobb with his 3,500 and second single. He was a singles hitter to the max. I'd say he
0: was just a good hitter. Yeah. Nineteen eighty-eight,
1: Mike Michael Jack Schmidt, Jack. I don't
0: know something. Trying to say Michael Jackson for yeah. a second. Mike
1: Mike Schmidt um, sets NL record appearing two thousand one hundred fifty-fifth game at third base.
0: One of the greatest all-time at third base.
1: Uh, as Phillies and New York Mets in that game at two thirteen in the morning.
0: Yeah, I doubt many fans stayed up for that one. No, I would have. No, you wouldn't have. <laughs> Maybe, it depends.
1: 1992, Nolan Ryan struck out his 100th batter for the 23rd consecutive season.
0: He, we bring him up all the time on this show. He yeah. He's just un- unbelievable, Pretty all good. the stats he had in his career.
1: Um, That's all I got. It was a, all you got? It was a rough week this year. Week. This year too. It's been a rough, 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 rough week this year. Rough
0: week, this day. A rough day. Rough, this week. I don't know. Rough, yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: I have I have another one. Nineteen ninety one. Expos. Mark Gardner no hit the Dodgers for nine innings, but lost it in the tenth. L- lost the game in the tenth.
0: That's a rough way to go out.
1: Um. Nineteen eighty four. I'm going backwards now. Nineteen eighty four. Bowie Kuhn announces pitcher Vida Blue is suspended for the rest of nineteen eighty four due to due to his cocaine conviction
0: the bowie blue <laughs> yeah it's fitting for the name yeah it really is that's all i, all I, got? I, got.
1: That's
0: all I got all right well uh, the on this day segment is brought to you by like it is every week proformer print house if you're looking for a trustworthy dependable resource for your next trade show company picnic or sales meeting proformer print house has over 50 years combined experience in commercial products and commercial print they strive for fast and efficient response to your to all your print needs you need to look no further let them be your one source print and promotional company today by giving them a call at 574 210 3815. This will be the J Man's Book of Prediction of the Week. Ooh, book it early tonight. Yeah.
1: Going back to baseball, I think at least five Cubs will be traded between now and. In Friday. I was trying
0: to set you up for that earlier. Yeah.
1: I, sc- I screwed yeah, up. I forgot about it. prediction for the Cowboys. I was huh? so, uh, so focused. so focused. in the zone. I was in the zone. But J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week is brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance agent Travis Watchering For life, home, auto, renters, business, workers' comp, and farm insurance, contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watring at infb.com. Chris Bryant over his last 40 games. Is hitting 183 with a .277 ba- uh, on-base percentage and a three forty-four slugging. Um, not great, Bob. <laughs>
0: nope. Not great at <laughs> not all. Not
1: great at all. Not great at all. I think he will be dealt.
0: Conference realignments. Yes, sir. Yeah, we have saw conferences realign a couple of years ago. We've seen teams jump around conferences, conferences expand. Thought we were done for a while. Knew we probably weren't done for good. But this latest news this past week is pretty shocking. Uh, yeah. Texas and Oklahoma officially told the Big 12 today they are not going to renew their rights when they expire come 2025. So they are looking to get out of the Big 12, supposedly looking at moving to the Southeastern Conference, the SEC.
1: It, uh, it kind of came out of nowhere. We weren't expecting news like that. Then, bam, we got it.
0: Supposedly um, they've been in talks behind the scenes since December, and that really? was kept under wraps. That's what Barstool Sports was reporting this week. Um.
1: The SEC is taking over college football. They've done that for years. Done it for years. There's there've also been talk they're gonna try to get Clemson and Ohio State.
0: Which Clemson did come out and said they're hundred percent happy to be in the A C C I can't imagine Ohio State and Michigan leaving the Big Ten.
1: No, they. I mean, they've been there forever. But Texas, had, I mean, the
0: Big 12's changed. Ohio it, it State makes the, the playoffs almost every year from the Big Ten. Why would you want to leave right, exactly no, the SEC where you might lose a couple more games? You
1: have all these teams in the SEC. You're not going to get as many teams in. I mean, you still might get two, but I mean, it's it's just it's so much more difficult to
0: get there. Well, the playoff will be expanding.
1: That's that's a good point. But, but I, still, I, but I mean, you have there will still only be a few at large teams. And,
0: in Texas and Oklahoma, they're giving up a good chance to get that buy. They win the Big 12 with playoff experience, you get a bye. Mm-hmm. They're going to give that up because no. Texas didn't win the SEC. Oklahoma probably isn't, but Oklahoma a has a chance, better chance though, than Texas. Oklahoma far. has ran the Big 12 for the last decade. Mm-hmm. Texas thinks they're, they're just like Michigan. They think they're the power that they used to be, and they're not even they're close not. just because they have their own stupid network, which has caused this whole thing to begin back when they ticked off Nebraska. and Nebraska jumped. Started it all. It's all about money. The Longhorn Network.
1: All about money. Uh, the NCAA says we're not going to make anything about money anymore. Then Texas proves we're going to make it all about money. Oklahoma says we're going to make it all about money. Uh, having them in the SEC. I mean, it, it. if that ends up happening, which it sounds like it's going to in four years, you say?
0: Yeah, I will be 2025.
1: Um, the seismic shift, it, it will move so many other teams to different conferences. I think you'll see the SEC maybe pushing team like Missouri out I think they'll keep all their teams and then you split into four divisions they could do that um but at the same time it seems like they're getting to the point where they want to kick some teams out that have been perennially bad like Missouri hasn't been good in a couple years in football Vanderbilt's never been good yeah,
0: but I was gonna say they got Mississippi State's arguably never been that good that's a good point Ole Miss really hasn't but either they're they not either they are not going good years. Out.
1: no um it's just Kentucky's getting better the Big 12 is going to die. It, it'll it be dead. You're going to have teams. Maybe they form another Big 8.
0: I don't know. That's that's what I feel bad. I feel bad for, like, the team I feel bad for in the Big 12, Oklahoma State. They're arguably the best overall. They're definitely, of the teams that would be left, the 8, they're the best overall in all sports by far. think so? Yeah. Great at golf. Great at softball. Good at baseball. Pretty good every year of football. Once in a while they have a great team. Same thing with basketball. Kansas, great at basketball, trash at football. I don't care about the other sports they are so bad at football. Oklahoma's
1: pretty dang good at about everything. I
0: said, oh, the schools you're left. Oh, who are left, I got you. Oklahoma, Texas leaves leaves the rest. Now, Baylor is your defending national champions in basketball. Basketball. They've been good at football. That was a once-in-a-lifetime. They've been good at football, but I would take Oklahoma State sports over Baylor. Oklahoma State's the one that's big brother just left. Yeah. We're, we're we're stuck.
1: And now uh, Texas A and M's whining because Big Brother might be coming back to them.
0: Yeah, Texas A and M, Big Brother moved out of the house. They've been the only kid getting all the attention. They're loving it. Big Brother's not happy where they went in the city. They're moving back home after ten years.
1: Yep. Um, I think we'll see. I mean, the Big Ten's already talked about maybe Can- adding Kansas, Iowa State. I don't want Iowa State. Um, I think. I mean, I- Iowa State makes sense <sighs> geograph. I mean, they'd be a better they'd be a better add than Maryland and Rutgers both were.
0: Those made sense for TV. Sure. Um, but, um, but
1: I mean, if you're adding teams, Iowa State makes sense right geographically. Now, I
0: just, I know when Matt Campbell leaves eventually at the program. They're going go, to get bad Their again. basketball's not good.
1: Uh, I think their basketball won two
0: games this year. Yeah, they used to be good. Um, but I get it for the Iowa, but sure. Kansas, I definitely understand for basketball. But they all act like this is just football, football,
1: football. Yeah, it, all, it only matters for football. that's the revenue. Oklahoma and Texas only care about football. It's pretty evident although both teams have been pretty good at basketball lately uh, they still only care about football
0: um ray davis says get rid of conf- conferences and have everybody go independent Question that
1: mark. I, I think that's the way it's it sure feels like it's trending doesn't it within 10 to 15 years
0: i, I think we're gonna have four super conferences mm-hmm. i think the big 10 adds two more and you have 16 they split up into four you can either go eight and eight or just four different divisions of four geographically i think the pack 12 adds on four more Get 16, um, the SEC adds a few more. I think Notre Dame is the one everybody's looking at. Okay, mm-hmm. are you going to finally make the move to the conference? If so, they have are to. you going to make the easy move into the ACC since you're kind of already a member there? Or are you going to make your fans in geographic sense and move to the Big Ten, which you should have done a long time
1: ago? Yeah, they're the team everyone's going to watch.
0: because They would get more money in the Big Ten right now from Big Ten Network than they do from NBC.
1: By far. The, I mean, Jim Delaney. We ripped him quite a bit for adding a Maryland and Rutgers, but the TV deals well, he's made, t- our schools are just flush with yep, cash. Yep, they have so much cash. Um, and I mean, Notre Dame would be, wouldn't they be by far the smallest school in the Big Ten? Yes, by, by a pretty probably wide margin. Right
0: there too. with Northwestern.
1: Yeah, Northwestern's probably pretty small enrollment, too. Enrollment, yeah, uh, enrollment wise, uh, they're probably about the same. But actually. I mean, their
0: fans would love it. They would play Purdue, Indiana, Michigan, Michigan State, sure. Wisconsin. Ohio State, yeah, all every right, year there. pretty much. Northwestern, Illinois, yeah. you wouldn't have to barely drive. Yeah, that's what I'm saying from like a driving standpoint.
1: Yeah, that, oh, could you imagine how packed? Oh, they'll every, pack everywhere they go. Roads,
0: <laughs> road stadium is. But it also, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't, I think if they go somewhere, they'll go ACC. It would make complete. Yeah,
1: I, I think probably just because it'd be a lot easier.
0: They were in the ACC this
1: year for football.
0: Yes, and they this did past well year. Yeah. And they did really I mean well.
1: And they went to the uh, conference championship game. Yep. Didn't they? Yep. Got waxed by Clemson. Um They made the they
0: made the playoff.
1: Yeah, they did. Yeah. It <laughs> got waxed by Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. And
0: then Clemson got waxed by Ohio State Ohio and, then State Alabama, and then Wax. Alabama waxed. A bunch of waxing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's not gonna change. Nope. Um I don't even really enjoy college football
0: anymore. I do just for like the game day experience, sure, but it is tough with these conference alignments. It's maddening. It's it's not what college sports used to be.
1: If you're not Ohio State, it feels like you have no shot.
0: Now, Ohio State's won the last five Big Ten championships. Exactly, you, but it
1: just feels like you have no shot. You're right. Um, it's it sucks, and that's why it's almost it almost be great if they left. Yeah. For other te- for other schools. That'd um, be stupid to leave, though. They'd be really reason. stupid. Yeah, for exactly that reason. Same with Clemson. Clemson's been no. running that conference because no one else in there is really worth anything. But I mean, um, Florida State, Miami, every once in a while.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting because a lot of these future schedules are dissolved now. They'll be dissolved with teams leaving conferences. Yeah. Like if Notre Dame was to join a conference, they have to get rid of a lot of those series well, they already put on their books. wonder that'll do
1: money-wise if they're going to have to pay to get out of those. Yeah, I don't know
0: how that works with that. Um, but it is pretty fascinating. A, but it's also just like uh, here we go again. It's going to
1: be a pretty big domino effect. This, this I think will be the most wide scale, yeah, um, conference realignment than we that we've ever yeah, seen.
0: It's not out of the realm that the Big Ten doesn't grab some Pac twelve schools. Sure, geographic locations don't really matter anymore.
1: No, I mean that would that would really suck for them having to. Um, the West Coast teams having to come out to the Eastern Conference time zone. You or can Central almost put zone. make sure they're in the West, so time.
0: the most east they comes like Midwest, and they don't go. But still, it's still Eastern or Central yeah. time. But they don't have to go clear to like Penn State or Rutgers or Maryland or anything nah. like that. Clear across the country, but but I
1: mean that screws up basketball if you're wanting to play everyone every year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you almost wouldn't be well, able to. You know,
0: there was talks. One guy was saying, one of the produce lead writer on on Golden Black thinks the big ten should go off to Carolina. That'd be an interesting one. But do they leave without Duke? That's the thing. But this would be the time to do it. Mm-hmm. Roy Williams retired and Coach yep. K's done after year. Will that rivalry be the same? Duke Carolina. Doesn't seem like
1: it's been the same the past couple of years anyway, for whatever reason.
0: And Carolina's pretty good at football right now, so that would yes. and they have a huge I, brand.
1: I did hear North Carolina was like a team that would fit the Big Ten mold as far as academics and athletics.
0: Well you know Jim Delaney originally before he got Rutgers in Maryland. He was looking at Georgia Tech, North Carolina, I want to say Virginia. There was a three-team haul from the ACC he was looking at. Virginia wouldn't be too bad. Unless it was Virginia Tech. I don't know. But I know North Carolina and, and, and Georgia Tech were two he was looking at. And he couldn't get them.
1: I think Virginia would fit pretty
0: well. I'm I'm kind of on board A&M coming to the Big Ten, but I don't think it'll happen. But That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, they would – Challenge Ohio State right away. I just think it's funny their fan base is whining. It's like you have a top five paid coach now that won a national championship at Florida State. They
1: arguably should have got in the playoff over Notre Dame right? last year anyway. You're a
0: good team. Why are you still kind of scared of Texas? Mm. You're a whole different program than when you were in 2011 when you moved to the SEC. Yeah, whole different. I just I kind of find that funny. But we'll see what happens. It's a topic we're going to probably be talking about a Quite lot a bit, yep. on the podcast podcast. Particularly because we talk <coughs> about the Big Ten is one of our niche topics that we talk about. Mm-hmm. But um, man, yeah, it's going to be interesting. If, for instance, if Kansas joins the Big Ten, yeah, football they do nothing well for basketball it makes It'd basketball head and shoulders the best conference yep. in the nation.
1: They might actually win a championship. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, one word association, quick. Yeah, it's a baseball one this week. Um, all trades that have happened mid-season baseball trades
0: so I gotta so, say my first the word first about thing the that trade. comes
1: yes oh my uh White Sox acquire Eloy Jimenez Dylan season two prospects from the Cubs for Jose Quintana
0: didn't know that happened oh yeah Quintana yeah yeah uh J-Man calling it a great move back on the I don't think that happened
1: I, I think I, I remember at the time thinking, man, that's, that's pretty steep. Hope it yeah. works out. Um, I, and then he pitched unbelievable his first game. I'm
0: like, all right, here we go. But, I do have the soundbite on know, my computer, but I'm not going to pull it right now because I don't want to take time to do it.
1: Cubs acquire This Chapman from the Yankees for Glaber Torres and other prospects. Worked out for both sides. Both sides, yep. Won World Series. Can't complain about it.
0: Nope, Torres has been good for the Yankees.
1: Indians acquire Corey Kluber from the Padres for Jake Westbrook.
0: Who's Jake Westbrook?
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Cardinals trade for Matt Holliday from Oakland.
0: Yeah, it, it just fit. I mean, Holliday. He was good there. He was a really good Cardinal. Um, I mean, he was good in Colorado. He was even good in Oakland. But, yeah, Cardinals is where I always associate him with. Yeah, which is weird because it seems like he was in
1: Colorado a lot longer yeah, he, than he, he was. Yeah, he did
0: have the slide Yeah, the Padres. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Blue Jays trade Scott Rowland to the Reds for Edwin Encarnacion. Forgot
0: Rowland was a Blue Jay. <laughs> I, I didn't remember too. it was a Philly and a Cardinal yep. and,
1: and a Red, but I, it was really Philly and
0: Cardinals. Is what I remember
1: that kind of worked out for both teams. Rowland was pretty good for a year Could or so. For? Edwin Encarnacion. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Encarnacion ended up being a kind
0: of like Nelson Cruz.
1: Print. Yeah, he really was. He's out of the league now. He played last year. I Just believe. consistent he was for years. Yeah, forty home runs. You knew you'd get it. Number six, Brewers acquired CC Sabathia from the Indians for four prospects in 2008. I remember, remember when that, that happened.
0: One? Yeah. CC was good everywhere he went. Loved his Captain Crunch. Mm-hmm. That one part he of his name, CC.
1: Was but unbelievable in that half season with the Brewers. He was. Got him in the playoffs. Yep. Diamondbacks acquired Kurt
0: Schilling from the Phillies. I mean, got him a title. Yep. Later on, um, him and Randy Johnson, man. That was a nasty duo. Cardinals.
1: Cardinals acquire Mark McGuire from the Athletics.
0: Worked out pretty Worked well, well for them. Well, I mean, they didn't win yeah. much. No, but, they didn't even make the playoffs but, the year he hit seven. And the Cubs didn't win much with Sosa then, but it was no. must-see TV between those two.
1: Mariners trade Randy Johnson to the Astros for three players.
0: Uh, it's, you know, Randy being Astros, was that, half a season?
1: Yeah. Um, so they you forget for about minutes.
0: it. Yeah, yep. I mean, he was nasty with the Mar- Mariners. And talk about the Mariners. They had him, Arod and Griffey. <coughs> Jay Buhner. Jay Buhner, Edgar Martinez.
1: Yeah, man, that team should have won. Each a rope? No, nah, they didn't nah, have he row. wasn't there <laughs> was yet. 2001.
0: He, he got there to the team that shit yeah, it with everybody. Yeah, was their wins. last team yep. that made the playoffs. Cubs acquire
1: Kyle Hendricks from the Rangers for Ryan Dempster.
0: Didn't know he got traded.
1: Yeah, he um, was the throw-in. Ryan Dempster was, was traded to the Braves, but he had 10-5 uh, and five rights, which means if you're – In the league for 10 years and you were on the same team for five years, you have no trade clause built in. Uh, So he was originally traded to the uh, Braves for Randall Delgado, and he said he didn't want to play in Atlanta, so they were scrambling at the deadline. Traded him to the Rangers for Christian Villoneva, who was the top prospect they got in the deal, and then Kyle Hendricks was a throw-in. Kyle Hendricks has been the sixth best pitcher in the uh, major league since 2014, so that worked out pretty well for him. Absolutely. Dodgers trade Mike Piazza to the Marlins, who then trade him to the Mets eight days later.
0: yeah, I knew he wasn't on there very very long, but uh i I don't even associate Piazza with the Dodgers even though he's pretty solid he's yeah. just a Met for me right away, but yeah
1: uh, this trade was interesting. Cubs were very interested in Mike Piazza. That would have been weird. They wouldn't give up, I think, Felix Heredia or something <laughs>
0: for him. Yeah, Piazza's um, one of the – when I think a great catchers, he's one of the first yep. guys that comes to my mind. The first
1: thing that pops into my mind is Clemens throwing the broken bat back at him. Yep. Um, Subway series. Yep. Tigers trade John Smoltz to the Braves for Doyle Alexander. Didn't know Smoltz yep. was Tiger. Yeah, he was drafted by the Tigers. Um, I, I don't know if he – Pitched it all in the major leagues with him, but he was at least a minor leaguer when they Smoltz, traded him the Mannix, Glavin. Steve Avery.
0: Millwood at one Kevin time. Kevin Millwood. Yep. Jeez. John Rocker. Mike Hampton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're
1: pretty good. Red Sox traded Jeff, Jeff Bagwell to the Astros for Larry Anderson.
0: Again, didn't know Bagwell was a Red yep. Sox. Learn a lot today. This is a fun
1: one for me to say. Padres trade James Shields to the White Sox for 17-year-old prospect Fernando Tatis Jr. Oops. Yeah, Shields put up a 5.31 ERA in 76 starts for the White Sox. That didn't work out well, and all you hear White Sox razzing the Cubs about trading to Loy Jimenez, and they don't even think about that one. That was far worse. That, <laughs> far- was, that was bad. That was far- really So That's going to do a good it for, list, uh, man.
0: on this day. I learned a lot there. Um, you mean uh, Word association? So, ah, but though, I learned a lot, up. so you, yeah, you, thought, safe, you yeah. thought it was on this day, so I, I learned a
1: lot. Cubs beat writer Jesse Rogers tells Waddle and Sylvie that things are really starting to heat up, and he thinks Craig Cameron will go sooner rather than later, could be within the next two days.
0: Well, there you go. Yeah. The Word association Sigma is brought to you by Rhett Lee, Attorney at Law. Rhett Lee and the Law Office of Andrew Aki are located at 206 4th Street, Logansport, Indiana. Rep provides legal services to the people of North Central Indiana and practices criminal defense, family law, and personal injury. If you need a lawyer who cares about your results and will fight for you, call him today to schedule a free consultation at 574-722-2221. This episode is brought to you by
1: The Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-breaded Tenderloin seafood, craft Bureau, or handcrafted cocktail. Dam Landing is the place to be. The Dam Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Manitow. Focused on freshness and quality. In addition, you can wash it down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's micro-brews and domestic flavors or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Taking the fantastic views of Lake Manitow in their beer garden or outdoor bar area, whether it be boats or wheels, the Dam Landing is the place to be. Located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester.
0: What's the cocktail out there you recommend to everybody?
1: Um... What What's the one your play?
0: girlfriend likes to get all the time?
1: Well, the rum punch is really good. That's not um, the one I was thinking I know. Of. Tropical situation. There you go. Delicious. There you go. Makes it feel like you're on a beach.
0: <laughs> Heard it from the J-Man himself. Mm-hmm. And this episode of the Tan and J-Man Show is also brought to you by Circle 15 Golf. Circle 15 Golf is a brand focused on bringing tour-quality products and experience to the everyday (laughs) golfer like myself and the J-Man. It's built on 25 years of tour experience featuring the Genesis glove, the most durable and comfortable glove available, and the patented Glove Hub, the first and only glove humidor on the market. Find those products along with hats, not this one though, it's sold out, sorry, uh, Divot repair tools, ball markers, and more at circle15golf.com. Circle 15 uh, golf founder Chris Smith was up playing in my Thursday night golf league this week. He subbed uh, for, alongside his good buddy Austin Shepard. Fired a uh, soft 6-under par 30 <laughs> on the front nine. And supposedly missed two 7-foot looks at birdie. Could have shot 28. Man. That's playing some good golf. He yep. must have just been dialed in. He usually shoots 33 or 34, which is two to three under par. Still a really, really good score. <laughs> but six under on the harder side of Mo Creek. That's, mm. uh, that's playing some good golf. That's a lot of. I know he eagled both par fives.
1: That's going to be pretty fun.
0: Yeah, he eagled both <laughs> par fives. So he was in the zone and. Probably because of that Genesis glove and yes, the glove sir. hub. And, you know, it's been helping me hit the ball great lately. Unfortunately, I don't wear my glove when I putt. Maybe that's what I Maybe should try that's doing. that's your problem. yeah. that putter try about went over my knee yesterday. <laughs> it did come out of my hand once. I'm ashamed to say. I was just throwing it closer to my bag. Sure. Cutting my walk sure, of off. Of course. Except my bag was actually on the opposite side of the green, so... <laughs> Uh, real quick, uh, Milwaukee Bucks, yes, sir. NBA champs, um, giving all the small market teams some hope, but they do have arguably the best player in the NBA on their team. Yeah, Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, he's won a couple
1: MVP awards now. He, uh, two? Yes, Five-star, two.
0: all-star selection. Yes, a uh, couple-time
1: defensive uh,
0: player of the year. Player of the year, think just once. Uh,
1: he's been on the all-defense Yes, and all-NBA multiple sure. times. Um, he... He did it well. He didn't have to surround himself with a ton of talent. Uh, Chris Middleton turned in from like turned in from a second round pick, I believe he was. Yeah, he um, was
0: traded from the Pistons when he's on the Mad Ants. To yeah, the Bucks
1: yeah, he, he, part of the Brennan
0: Jennings trade. He was
1: a G League guy. Forgot about that. The Brennan and, Jennings trade. Um, it, it was a fun team to watch build. I mean, you saw this whole really past eight years. It was the Sixers. Trust the process. Trust the process. Um, and then the Bucks beat them and uh, win the NBA championship against the Phoenix Suns. The teams that surrounded themselves with superstars and made these super teams, like the Brooklyn Nets, couldn't get it done. Uh, The Lakers couldn't get it done this year. Um, it, It was nice to see like a homegrown, built NBA team win a championship because that hadn't happened in a while, really since Golden State. I guess the, the Raptors were kind of that. Spurs way Spurs were pretty home. Spurs, home Spurs but were they definitely got dominant there for a while. um The the Warriors were with Clay Thompson and Steph Curry yes. and Draymond and those yes, guys. Yes. Uh, Raptors had to trade for uh, Kawhi Leonard, uh, but it, it was fun to watch. Yeah, Not it was. That I watched any of them. Yeah, <laughs> it
0: was uh, what a choke job by the Suns. They're sure. up two zip. I thought they are going to win the series and Drew Holiday, man, he took Chris Paul out of that series yeah. after two games and. I mean, Devin Booker's a stud. He's got to be a stud. I think Phoenix will be good again next year, but the road to get back there is not going to be easy. No. Not going to be easy at all. Nope. You're going to have a lot of – I mean, there's a lot of good teams in the West. Uh, Especially
1: uh, you're already hearing, like, the Lakers going to make a play for Westbrook or Chris Paul. Or Dame um, Lillard. Or Damian Lillard, who sounds like he wants out.
0: yeah. I mean, you got another team out there like the Nuggets. I mean, they made a run to the semifinals, but they're without Jamal Murray, who got hurt right before the playoffs. Yeah. You know, put him on the Nuggets. They have a better chance to get further than they did. There's going to be a lot of good teams. But as far as like Pacer fan goes, this gives you some hope, but they got to go get a superstar. And there's been a lot of trade talks or rumors with the Pacers and the Warriors involving Miles Turner.
1: Interesting. wonder who they could nice end to up with. Uh, I wonder who they could end up with. I don't know. I'd
0: even just take some good picks. Yeah. But we'll see. I don't know. NBA draft's coming up. Mm-hmm. Looks yeah, like, Is uh, it this week? Is it this week? I don't know. <laughs> Looks like the, the Pistons are probably going to take Kate Cunningham, number one overall.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, the Pistons are, can't screw this one up like they screwed up the number two pick back in 03 when they took Darko Milicek behind LeBron James when they could have had uh, um, Dwayne Wade or Carmel Anthony, Dwayne, Chris Bosch or Dwayne Wade. That went 3 4 5. Um.
1: Why why is it not telling me when the twenty twenty one NBA draft is? July twenty ninth. It's, so it's Thursday. Yep. Yeah.
0: So I am not interested in it at all. I know you probably are interested I'll in will see Io where Io goes. goes it's been talked that he could go late first,
1: maybe early second, could go as high as late lottery even. Um he he's a guy that played so much college basketball that they can just pick apart his film.
0: It looks like Wagner's probably the most going Big in front 10. of him, which yeah. is just
1: He's no man. He's a six nine guy that can play the two through the four. Um, yeah, I mean I wouldn't he's say he was Giz's his brother though. And, no, he's but, he's a better draft prospect yeah. than Io is. But Io's so safe because he's he has a six foot ten wingspan. Right. Um, he's pretty athletic. He's better shooter than he has been in the past. I just I think teams just look for that younger like guy that Luka they, like yeah like like they can project where io will be a solid like sixth, seventh yeah. man for years yeah. um some teams don't like to take chance on that give me that uh birdie bogey we have about two minutes left
0: yes well, let me give my phone I, I have
1: one that i'm if
0: he's it, i'll uh, throw my pen <laughs> i don't think you gotta throw anything but uh shohei otani his 35th home run yesterday becoming the fourth player born outside the United States to hit 35 homers before the end of July in MLB history. Name two of these three you get a par, name all three you get a birdie. Sammy Sosa. He did it four times. Um Albert Pujols? No.
1: Man, I'm drawing a absolute blank. Those are the only two I could think of born outside the US. Oh man, this is embarrassing. Outside Nelson Cruz was he one of them? Gosh dang, give it to me. David Ortiz, Big Poppy, oh, Big Poppy, and Vinny Castilla. Would not have even thought about Vinny Castilla. I probably should have got Big Poppy.
0: Yeah, I thought I thought you had that um, one. I thought that's who else was else. Didn't even mine. think about
1: him. I'll take a bird. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take a bogey. We're tied up we are three, three over, over par we are
0: struggling man we're bad we need to go in the opposite way but yeah. uh wrap us up real quick j man and sell some merch
1: thanks for watching the tan j man show go buy some merch on tanjmanshow.com store.com <laughs> <laughs> everyone one job <laughs> uh we'll see you next monday on the tan and j man show